And the last movie that I'm going to talk about is one that I just watched a few days ago. It is My Octopus Teacher, um, where this diver basically uh, has all this footage from a year. Um, he went every day underwater. Um, he dove into this uh, kelp forest off the coast of South Africa, and he started basically what is a friendship with uh, an octopus. At first, the octopus is frightened of him, doesn't want to be around him, and then slowly over time, the octopus learns to trust him, and you kind of see what this octopus goes through in its year of life. One thing I didn't know, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of a nature, it is a nature documentary, um, but you learn a lot about um, the octopus as a species, and I didn't know that they only lived for a year. Um, so this kind of covers the life of this octopus, and uh, my girlfriend and I were pretty amazed at uh, the shots that he was able to get. When you watch Planet Earth or you watch any of those, you're amazed by that, and you know how many crew members and how many people were filming that. And then you think about this, and this guy is just going into the water, um, going with a GoPro, and getting all these incredible uh, nature shots. The movie's only about an hour and 20 minutes long, um, and they, that's all it needed to be, but uh, there are just some incredible, incredible shots in this and incredible moments of nature that we otherwise would never have seen. Um, and it's beautiful, especially in a time now where I feel very um, out of nature, very kind of just off in, this, in my own weird little world, stuck indoors. Um, it's, it, it's nice to see um, just the beauty of nature and see all these things that are happening underneath the water. Um, and... Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, there's again, there's not too much you can say about it in terms of uh, negative feedback. Like if you, it's if you like animal uh, documentaries, you will like this. I'm not a huge animal documentary fan myself, um, but this one, maybe because I haven't watched one in so long, this one I really, really enjoyed. Um, the guy is somewhat of a character, but not really. Just a guy that likes to go diving and started a friendship with an octopus. Um, he is not like the guy in Grizzly Man where you're like, okay, this guy's a little crazy, a little off his rocker. This guy seems totally normal. Um, it's, it's just, yeah, it's kind of just a fun little movie, a fun little escape from everything going on in the world nowadays. So yeah, definitely check out My Octopus Teacher. Um, if you like animal documentaries or you just want to try something uh, that you normally would not. Uh, next week, guys, we will be back um, on Saturday. Again, every new episode is going to be posted Saturday at 1 o'clock Eastern in the afternoon. Um, and next week, we are going to be talking about that book that I was mentioning where we're going to be ranking presidents. I don't know which movies I'm checking out yet. Next Saturday being Halloween, I'm sure I'm going to be checking out some more horror movies. Um, so stay tuned for that episode. And I will catch you guys later. Thanks for tuning in today. So if you're looking for a book that has some good practices and some things that you can do on a daily basis, I, I think it is worth a read. Um, there are certain parts of the book that really are rubbing me the wrong way. Um, there's one part, like he talks about Ellen DeGeneres, and Ellen DeGeneres actually has a quote on the back of the book. And some of the things that have come, in, come out about her recently um, haven't been so positive. So it's kind of weird in this book that's kind of all about positivity 
and all about seeing everything in a slightly different way. It's kind of funny that Ellen DeGeneres has a part in this book, but yeah, didn't, uh, didn't sit super well with me, but again, check it out. If you think it could be helpful to you, um, next week, we're going to be talking about a book that, uh, it's kind of, I've started it actually already and it's pretty fun so far, but it is kind of a bunch of historians got together and made a ranking of all the presidents. Um, yeah, so one through 44, um, I don't think, and the reason for that is I think there's an article at the end all about the current president. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't think he's featured in the rankings, though it would be pretty funny to see where he would land. Um, but yeah, I've only got through the first five or six presidents so far and each, uh, article, um, each article about a president is written by a different historian and it's really hit or miss so far, but I'll talk more about it next week. But like the one on FDR was number three in this book. And the historian just talked about all his um, affairs and just basically about his personal life and didn't go into anything about his policy or what he actually did as a president. Um, it was, yeah, just kind of, I don't know, six or seven pages on his personal life. So, but some of them have been really good. Like, and um, like, George Washington and Lincoln are obviously at the top. Um, Lincoln's actually number one in the book, but there were some interesting things and I've read quite a few Lincoln books in the past, but there were quite a few things that I didn't know about um, that were in this article and same with the Washington. I know a lot about Washington. I haven't read a biography of him yet, um, but I just know from reading a lot of history in the past, I know a lot about him, but again, there were some new insights in this book. Um, I've talked the last couple weeks, I talked about it on the quarter by quarter podcast, as well as this podcast last week, I think. Um, but three ring circus, the book all about the Lakers dynasty, um, from the early two thousands is a book that I've been waiting and waiting and waiting to read. So I'm finishing this book about thinking like a monk that I just talked about. I'm going to finish that president's book. And then that is for sure. The next book I will be reading. It's the book that I've been the most excited to read this year. Um, I also picked up some new books. Um, during the week, um, Dynasty, which is a book that I never thought I would uh, want to read, um, but it's supposedly really, really good. And the author of it, I guess, is pretty well known. But it's all about the Patriots Dynasty, so it's kind of a good, uh, <laughs> kind of goes hand in hand with the Lakers book that I'm going to be reading. Um, I picked up another U.S. history book that I'll be discussing at some point. Um, and we are going to be talking about three movies today. One is Cronenberg Scanners from the 1980s, and then two newer movies that are both on Netflix, The Trial of the Chicago 7 and My Octopus Teacher. So last week was pretty disappointing for movies. I talked on last week's podcast about American Werewolf in London and the others, two movies that I just didn't enjoy nearly as much as I was hoping to. I wasn't expecting great things out of either of them, but I was expecting more than I got. Um, I did say that the others last week was maybe worth a watch and I think there were good parts of it. I just think the overall product was not what I was looking for. All three movies this week, I think are worth checking out. Scanners is the first movie that I want to talk about. It's a early eighties Cronenberg movie, um, part of the sci-fi genre and overall my favorite movie of the three that I watched this week. And that's saying something because I thought all, like I said, all the movies were really, really good. Um, but this one follows a protagonist named Cameron Vale. 
And you find out early in the movie that he has the ability to read people's minds, and he is what they call a scanner. Um, this uh, doctor finds him, um, Dr. Paul Ruth, and sends him on this journey to find this renegade uh, group of scanners led uh, led by this one guy who's gone completely crazy and is looking to kind of start a new race of scanners. Um, so I thought the movie's pacing was uh, probably its large, its biggest strength. Um, it just goes, it flows very well from one scene to the next. Um, it also has really, really cool special effects, um, early special effects, kind of like an American werewolf in London had last week when I talked about, this was the one highlight of this movie. I thought, um, some of that, those early 80s special effects really, really neat in this movie. Uh, the actor that plays Cameron Vale has a very interesting way of acting and the scanners act in a certain way. They just talk in a certain way and it really worked well for me. It didn't, it was like half robotic, half human. I don't know. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, the violence and how gory this movie is can be a, maybe a turnoff to some people, but I thought the I was, I was in from the beginning and you as a viewer, see more of what is going on than the the people in the movie know of. So you have an idea of what's going on behind the scenes. The characters in the movie do not. Um, and I thought that was an interesting way to go. Um, so you were kind of piecing it together as it went, and you were trying to figure out, okay, here's what I think is going to happen next. Um, again, fantastic movie, though. Can't say... Uh, I don't really have any negatives about it. Um, I don't have anything that like, stands out to me. Um, I wish it had actually been a, maybe a little longer. It was, it's a pretty short movie. Um, it's about an hour and 40 minutes. Um, I wanted more. Um, I really like this universe that Cronenberg created. Um, he wrote and directed this one. Again, this is the one that he's really well known for. Has very famous movie scenes in it. Um worth checking out. I had this one on my list for a long time. I'm glad that I finally watched it. Definitely, definitely check out Scanners. The next movie that I watched was The Trial of the Chicago 7, a movie that Aaron Sorkin directed and wrote. Uh, and Aaron Sorkin, if you don't know, he's pretty much the most popular or known as the most famous uh, screenwriter um, of the modern era. He writes movies that are very, very exciting and fast-paced, and that's due to the dialogue that he includes um, in each of his scripts. He's well-known for The Social Network. He wrote the Steve Jobs movie with Fassbender in it. Um, he just writes movies where the dialogue is very sharp and very quick, and it feels like an action movie, even when it's not. Um, it's just people talking, but he makes it the way that he writes these characters is just, it keeps it moving at a very, very quick pace. Um, the Trial of the Chicago 7, his newest movie. Um, and I think only the second movie he's actually directed, the other one being Molly's Game from a few years ago, which I actually liked more than most people. Um, this, yeah, this was the only his second uh, movie that he's directed, but I think it's well worth checking out. It's at a 91 on Rotten Tomatoes right now and a 76 on Metacritic, both very, very good scores. Um, and I very much enjoyed this and I didn't know that much about it going in. Um, but it follows this trial, um, this 
famous trial um, from 1969 um, where seven people are accused of crimes due to this protest um, in 1968 surrounding the Democratic National Convention. Um, but like I said, Sorkin is known for having sharp scripts. And I think this one it follows that pattern. Um, it stars Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Eddie Redmayne, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, Jeremy Strong from Succession. Um, and I think, and I'm laughing because of his character in this, if you watch this movie, um, him and Sasha Baron Cohen kind of steal the movie. And sometimes it feels like a little too much, but... Anyway, I digress. Um, script, again, is very, very tight. Very, very good. Um, keeps it moving. The movie is over two hours long, but it definitely doesn't seem that way. I feel like I could have watched a three or four hour version of this movie and been in, in an, into it the whole time. Um, yeah, with all those actors that I just listed, the acting in this is incredibly strong. I don't know how historically accurate this is. Um, again, not knowing a lot about it. Um, it being a time period piece and focusing on an important event in U.S. history. Um, yeah, I actually didn't know a ton about this, but it was fascinating. Um, and it was probably better that I didn't know exactly what was going to happen. Um, there's a cool cameo in this movie as well um, that my brother and my girlfriend enjoyed as we were watching it. And I did too. It's kind of funny to see this actor in there. It wasn't like a... a Matt Damon interstellar, but it was, it was very surprising. Um, but yeah, definitely a movie worth checking out. Um, Sorkin's really coming into his own as a director. Uh, the, yeah, there were certain, I think, um, they do a interesting job too. This is the last point that I want to bring up, but they do a good job of going. So part of it focuses on the trial and the other half shifts to the events that led up to the trial and the protests themselves so it's interesting to see and you're trying to piece it together too um as all the actors um as all the characters i should say are trying to piece it together as well all these real life figures from history um and i can't remember the name of the actor that plays the judge but it's the same one that plays nixon in frost nixon and he is very very good at playing the type of character that he's supposed to be playing in this um, just got added to Netflix again, The Trial of the Chicago 7. I definitely think it's worth checking out. Welcome to Ryan's Reviews, the podcast where I talk about the movies and the books that I am watching. This week we are only going to be talking about one book, um, actually one comic book as well, and then three movies that I watched this week. So yeah, big movie week. Um, the comic that I read was All-Star Superman by Grant Morrison, um, and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, there were aspects of it that I didn't enjoy as much. Some of the storylines I thought were a lot weaker than others. And that's what's going to happen when you have um, 12 separate stories kind of all in one volume, all put together for this collection. Um, and again, yeah, some of the stuff between Clark Kent and Lois Lane, I didn't love as much. Um, but I liked where they were going with some of the time travel and some of the other like Superman from the future. Um that they had, I thought that part of it was pretty interesting. Um, and I thought it's definitely worth checking out. Um, last week I watched, or last week I read The Long Halloween, and I thought that was maybe my favorite comic that I've ever read. So this was just a little a bit of a letdown um, going into this week, but still a fantastic comic. Um, definitely worth checking out. 
it's one of the most famous Superman comics, Superman comics of all time. Um, and for good reason. Um, the main story, I will say the main story is very, very good. Um, and I like the idea that is presented in it. So yeah, if you're a comic book fan, definitely check it out. Um, the book I'm currently reading is Think Like a Monk. It's kind of a self-help book. Um, and having read some in the past, um, you eventually you're just like, okay, I've heard all of these things before. Um, kind of getting in routines, how to um, daily practices, how to make intentional choices, how to focus on one thing and not be focusing on multiple things. Um, things that I already do in my everyday life. So there are some neat things. Again, I'm only about halfway through. Probably talk a little bit more about it with my final thoughts next week. Um, but I'm only about halfway through. And again, some of the breathing techniques and um, that the author Jay Shetty presents in this, I really like. Um, and I'm trying to do more of. Um, but again, there's not a lot of new content for me. I think for somebody who hasn't read a lot of self-help books or is looking to get into meditation, looking to get into yoga, looking to get into some new practices, some new ways of feeling better. I think this could be beneficial for me. Again, I'm about halfway through so far. There hasn't been any like, whoa, I didn't know about this. Um, but it's nice to get some reminders of some things that I can do every day. Um, 